Blog Talk Radio.
God is so good and so marvelous when we do the things he asks us to do. He wants to heal our land, but we have to do what he's asked us to do. Amen? So that's what we'll do. Six have already been posted, and so you may avail yourself to those. And if you've read any of the announcements that I've placed in the chat room, you know that already. Amen? So no need to go over that. You just need to do what you know that you ought to do. Praise the Lord. For those of you that are are new, and this is the first time you are uh, participating with us, I would encourage you to write me at gproom at outlook.com. That's gproom at outlook.com. And I will reply. Amen? Make sure you read the information thoroughly. And if you have any questions afterwards, then feel free to ask me. Or you may ask the Lord. Praise God. So, Heavenly Father, We thank you. We thank you for your very presence as we assemble together in your name. We thank you for the grace that we are now requesting to seek you, to spend quality time seeking your faith, calling on your name, indulging ourselves in the magnificence of your word and listening to you, listening with our hearts, listening with our spirit. We pray, Father, that as we come before you, that the things that you want to deal with in us will be dealt with to your satisfaction. We've been in a time of serious warfare, but you're greater than all of that. You're greater than all of that. And the treasured thing is our fellowship with you, Lord. It's a treasure. It's a blessing and a treasure. It's precious moments to a degree that no one could imagine or explain. So as we come before you, Lord, With humble hearts, let us lay everything out before you. Let us be transparent with you. Let us not give excuses or attempt to hide or run away from the truth that you present to us. Because you want a bride that's without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. We thank you, Lord, for the corrections that you'll make in our lives. We thank you for the insight that we will receive and the understanding that we will walk into. We thank you, Lord, that as we open our hearts wide to receive from you, you'll show us what we need to know. You'll make us who we ought to be. So we come before you tonight, Father, requesting the grace. You know you said where sin doth abound, 
your grace does much more abound. You said that you would give us pastors after your heart. You said that you would fill us to the full with your Holy Spirit, full to overflowing. to overflowing. We thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit connects us to you. We're connected to you. There's nothing the devil can do about that. He can't stop that. He doesn't have the power to stop that. We thank you that you've explained to us all about God, the Holy Spirit, that he creates, he renews, he convicts of sin, he baptizes, he guides, he anoints, he empowers, he sanctifies, he bears witness, he reveals things of God, he comforts, he gives joy, he gives discernment, he brings forth fruit in us, he gives gifts, he speaks, He teaches. He maketh intercession for us. He prays for us. Comes to fill in our gaps. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, Lord. Help us to understand better, Lord, those of us who don't understand yet. So we won't treat him like he's who? No, Lord. We'll we'll change, we'll grow, we'll mature, we'll do better. Amen? So we thank you, Father, as we come before you, asking you to forgive us of all of our sins. Asking you to forgive us of all of our sins, all of our judgments all of our pigeonholing, all of our false accusations, all of our gossip, all of our slander, all the lies we have believed, lies that have been with us for a long time, lies we received from the culture and from the media and from descriptions and from the news and from anywhere and everywhere, but even from the demons. Father, separate us from the lies that we have believed and received and place in us your truth. Your word is truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He leads and guides us into all truth. Develop in us, Father, a love for the truth, not a love for gossip, not a love for innuendo, but a love for the truth. It's the truth, Jesus said, that will make us free. And we want to be free, Lord. We want to be free. We want to be free, and we want to stay free. Jesus died for us to have this blessing, this grace, this empowerment. And we receive it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Show us, Lord, how to do spiritual warfare 
better than we do it right now. There's always room for growth for everyone. Amen. There is. Teach us how to use our weapons better than we do right now. Make us the warriors of God, the army of God, the militia of God that you desire for us to be. We will wear our armor every single moment of every single day. Thank you for the precious gift of your armor, Lord. Thank you for the precious gift of yourself. We thank you, Lord. You're so good to us. You're so very, very good to us. And even when circumstances don't turn out the way we predicted, we understand that you love us and that you're doing for us the very best thing. Every good and every perfect gift comes down from you. We thank you, Father, for helping us to come out of our fears, our panics, our dreads, and to trust you. Trust you. Deeply trust you. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. So as we begin in this period of seeking your faith, turning from our wicked ways, we know that you'll hear from heaven, you'll forgive our sin, and you'll heal our land. Thank you, Father. You said anything that we would ask in Jesus' name, believing we would receive. So we believe that we have received the grace sufficient to honor you in this season of seeking your faith. Not just changing what we eat, but seeking you, seeking your faith, coming into your presence being changed by you. We love you, Lord. And we thank you for washing our sins away. And everybody said amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, saints, the best part of the fast is God. That's the best part. If you run around and just do what's outlined, and you don't really get into God, you've missed the best part. The best part is him. Amen? The best part is him. Amen? The very best part is him. Amen? The best Heart is him. So I want to encourage you to indulge richly in the very best part. Now I listed a correction there on um, in that information. I accidentally uh, left the sister's name out. So let me find my. That place, I can tell you what it did wrong. 
Okay. We're going to be interceding, and I, I listed everybody but one person, and that was my mistake. So I went back and I corrected it. And if you scroll up, you'll find that I put Stacy's name there. Okay? All right. Pastor is forgiven. Amen? Amen. I was trying to get it out to you in reasonable time. And I believe that uh, uh, many of you have found it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, thank you. (laughs) Amen. There are no perfect people, remember? We have to work with what we've got. (laughs) Ah, We're going to take a a breath. That's a good way to call it. We're going to take a deep breath. Uh, In some places, the weather is absolutely beautiful, and it's that way here. Every day, rain or shine has been an absolute beautiful day, a day you want to go outside and uh, consider planting something in the yard, if you have one, or on a balcony or someplace. And uh, in spite of the fact that fertilizer prices are ridiculous, we're going to do what we're going to do, aren't we? Because God's going to make a way for us. We don't have to pay $70.98 for 40 pounds of anything, now do we? (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Methanos delos that their prices are way too high. Yeah, really. So. Uh, I'm just going to pray for my lawn this year. Amen? I'm going to do a little thing, and I'm going to pray for my lawn. And those of you that need to pray for yours, we can all come in agreement. Amen. But I want to eat my brown lentils. I don't want to give them to the lawnmower. (laughs) I don't want to share them with them. I want to eat mine. Amen? (laughs) Not to mention... The other animals that come to visit, they'll beat me to them. So you see, <laughs> <there's> only <laughs> that's just the way it is. They eat the pecan. They eat everything. They used to eat uh, the oranges on my orange tree and then sit in my face and laugh at me. I remember when I had uh, this tall pecan tree in the backyard, One of the squirrels stole an orange. Yeah, he stole it. He didn't ask permission. He decided he wanted to eat it, and he did. He sat on one of the limbs and sat right in my face and ate that orange and said, now what are you going to do about that? What are you going to do about it? Well, I fixed that. I cut down the tree. (laughs) That's what I did. I cut down that pecan tree. There. That's what I did about it. So now, moving right along, there's ways and their ways, you know? <laughs> that branch he was sitting on doesn't exist anymore. Amen. <laughs> so that's how that's how that went. So 
Even <laughs> so he didn't get to do that to me again, you see. So that was the last time that happened. Amen. So that's the way uh, that works. <laughs> that's right. I believe in winning the war. For sure I do. Amen. So I haven't seen that squirrel since, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I didn't tell him. You know, he doesn't pay rent here. So I didn't tell him he could eat my oranges. But anyway, that was a long time ago. Back to the things of God. The Lord is blessing us. Yeah, I know. Deer think that they are entitled, you know, so they eat whatever they like. And they make sure they do it while you're still asleep. They think they have entitlement. We'll see what to do about that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, good for Coco. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you that you have supplied all of our needs, whatever they are. Amen. You supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. All of our care upon you because we know you care for us, Lord. We know, we are convinced that you care for us. So as we seek your face and as we intercede and as we release blessings over the members of this ministry, Father, we thank you that you join in with us, that you cover us, that we're covered by your very presence. We thank you for the warring linking angels that surround us. We thank you for linking shields around us. We thank you that you're our high tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. The righteous run into you, Lord, and they are safe. We thank you for, ah, yes, your presence and the ministering spirit and the praising angels. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for all of those that have gone before us that are in heaven praying for us. We need their prayers, Lord. We need their prayers. Thank you for everyone on the earth whose heart you touch to pray for us. Thank you, Lord. We need their prayers. We need their prayers that we'll continue to grow, that we will please you, that we will always do that that you desire for us to do. Thank you. Life was so different, Lord, for many of us before we found Miracle Internet Church. We want to thank you. We want you to know how grateful we are for this ministry, how grateful we are for your provision, how it has changed our lives. It's never been the same, and we thank you for the change. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, 
We bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. Amen. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked, manipulative powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. In the name of Jesus, we pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places, and all the ones that will replace those that have been bound in Jesus' name. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks. Turn the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks, Leviathan spirits in their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits in their attacks, Water and marine spirits, their attacks, sex devils, their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, and womanizing spirits and their attacks. Oh, haradiosurraka, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer. In the name of Jesus Christ, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We want to thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, and particle attacks, all techno-paganism, all mind control by the occult. We bind forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity. Bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigos, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. We bind the work, Lord, of every water spirit that has attacked us this entire year. In Jesus' name, we bind the work of every water and marine spirit that has attacked any of us this entire year. We bind them. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We put out any light that may have come around them. We thank you, Lord. We put them into the spiritual cage, and we ask for you to release your angels, Lord, to take them to the feet of Jesus where they will be judged and sent to where they belong. In Jesus' holy name, we bind those that go under the sea. 
We bind them. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Lord, to pour out your fire upon them until they are nothing in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for releasing your vengeance against them, your wrath against them in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Keep pouring that vengeance and wrath on them, Father. We appreciate it in Jesus' name. Amen. We bind pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We send them right back in the name of Jesus Christ. We deflect them right back to them in the name of Jesus Christ. You sent us no such. We receive no such. We reject it all in Jesus' name. We bind our targeted radio frequency attacks, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid. We destroy all the audio weapons and all the sonic weapons, all the brain changes, injuries, and all the remote viewing. We destroy it in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it to be destroyed in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that has risen against us in judgment, condemn it now in the name of Jesus Christ. With the blood of Jesus, we remove any marking, any targeting, that the devil has placed upon any of our lives in Jesus' name. It is erased by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, it is finished, and it is. Jesus said, it is finished, and it is. Jesus said, we are blessed, and we are in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We are not hounded. By the enemy, we send all of his hounding of us back upon him in the name of Jesus Christ, tracking us down wherever we go. We turn those tracks back against them in the name of Jesus Christ. We boomerang it back on them in the name of Jesus Christ. All the gang stalkers, all of your stalking goes back to you in the name of Jesus Christ. All of your stalking goes back to you now in the name of Jesus Christ. You're going to mess around, and Jesus is going to answer your stalking. Yes, he's going to answer you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything in the eyes is bound in Jesus' name. Come out of the eyes, come out of the ears, come out of the nostril, come out of the mouth, come out of the front and the back, come out of the skin, come on out in the name of Jesus, you're bound. You can't keep attacking people. You can't attack them in their sexual organs. You can't attack them where they eliminate in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of their bodies. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You have no right. You have no right. You have no right. You must go. You must go now. 
we command you from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus to leave us now and never return. You, your underlings, and all the reinforcements. You must leave us and everything that pertaineth to our lives in the name of come out of our bank account. Come out of our bank account. The fire of God to meet you when you come there. To consume you. You see, our money does not belong to mammon. It belongs to Jesus. And every thief that is found will return sevenfold what he stole and his whole house. And there it is, Satan. The blood of Jesus forces you out in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to the word of God in each of the saints. And I say, word of God, rise up and overthrow the works of the devil in Jesus' name. Rise up and overthrow the works of the devil in Jesus' name. Rise up and overthrow the works of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of the people of God. Come out wherever you are in their lives. You're bound. Give you a bound. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Get out now. Out. You cannot stay. Make yourself microscopic and lean. Father, we ask that you release your angels, release your ministering spirits to see to it that these angels come, these demons come subject, these evil angels come subject to the name of Jesus Christ. They must obey the name of Jesus. You must obey the name of Jesus. You must obey the name of Jesus. Leave God's people right now in Jesus' holy name. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, I cut all of our connections to any demonic connection in Jesus' name. I cut us all off, each of us, from every demonic, satanic connection in the name of Jesus. There is no reentry for you. There is no reentry. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We praise your name, Jesus. We bless your holy name. We praise the name of Jesus Christ. We bless your holy name. We praise the name of Jesus Christ. We bless your holy name, Lord. Thank you, O God. You can't touch the oil and the wine. Thank you, Lord. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art. All the magic is bound in Jesus' name. All the magic is bound in Jesus' name. Chained with eternal chains under darkness. Sent into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. 
All the magic of virtual reality is bound in Jesus' name. All the magic used in the cell phones. All the magic used in the computer and the electronic and the technology. All the magic is bound in Jesus' name. All the magic, it's bound, it's bound, it's bound with eternal chains under darkness. Fetters of iron. It's in the cage, in the spiritual cage, sent to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind every order of magic and mystic art, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, global Kabbalist, Illuminati, wicked governments, wicked governments, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Wicked governments, wicked and evil and treacherous government. You are bound in the name of Jesus. Lord, continue to uncover, 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 just as the scriptures declare. Every evil work, every evil plan, every evil plot, every evil design, every evil strategy, pour your light on what the enemy has done and is doing and is planning. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Reveal it to your children so that we can do warfare. Reveal it to your children so that we can do warfare. Every evil strategy revealed, 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 revealed in Jesus' name. We bind all more gentlemen's attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind all Caribbean, Latin American, and Islander black and white magic, voodoo and hoodoo in Jesus' name. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. Lord, we ask you to dismantle the culture of corruption worldwide. We ask you to dismantle and destroy the culture of corruption that is worldwide. We bind it. We send it bound into the cage. We thank you, Lord, for the angels doing what you tell them to do in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. Rike and Lord, those satellites, we disconnect them all. From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, they're far above all of that. We disconnect each of them from each other. We disconnect them from us. 
Shata, from the cell towers, from our devices, from our bodies. Oh, and we bind the witchcraft that supports it in Jesus' name. We bind the witchcraft that supports it in Jesus' name. We bind the witchcraft that supports it in the name of Jesus. We send it bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all free-flying devils, all evil spirits which take animal form, shape-shifting spirits. We bind the every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air. And we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all rituals that are done on the phases of the moon in Jesus' name. We say the name of Jesus shields the people from the work that the workers of witchcraft do. In Jesus' name, the name of Jesus shields the people from the work that the workers of witchcraft do in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, AI, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God. and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind Mammon and his agents, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness and send them into the cage in Jesus' name. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, despise, reproach and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us in the name of Jesus. The shield of faith is raised against such in the name of Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. Food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, 
retribution, counterattack, psychic weapons, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our right, righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, bow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. You're all bound in Jesus' name. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through the channeling and the satellites, against the website, and against the members of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over all wizardry set against us, Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, all return to the senders in Jesus' name. All Nigerian, African, Asian, American, Curses sent against us. We bind them. We send them back. Our Father didn't order that from us, and we have no right to receive it. In the name of Jesus. All tribal rituals done against us, we send it back. Our Father did not order that for us in Jesus' name. We have no right to receive it. We send back all Chaldean evil in the name of Jesus. All Kabbalist evil, we send it back in the name of Jesus. Our Heavenly Father did not order that for us. We have no right to receive it, and we don't. We reject it in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, and spirits in Jesus' name, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, confusion, oppression, depression, anarchy, Premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you. All defilement by any wizard, it returns to the wizard in Jesus' name. All defilement by any wizard is returned to the wizard in Jesus' name. All defilement by any wizard, is returned to the wizard in the name of Jesus from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. They love cursing. Let it return to them in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride and chain him with eternal chains under darkness, he and his agents. We place them in the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. Yes, there are devils that are attached to idols and to idolatry. That's why you ought not have any of that. 
We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Moloch, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet and his 72, and all others. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, eyeballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dogs, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Yes, Lord, we break the power. We break the work. We destroy Rusha, the mission. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We destroy the mission of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, pact, prayers, and powers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grip, and all the work of the associated organizations and what they stand for in Jesus' name. We bind their God. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind their works. We bind their acts. We bind their plans. We bind their strategies. We bind their mindset. We bind their demons. In Jesus' holy name. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. In Jesus' name, we bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, occult activity, and mind control back on their own heads. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions 
and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, and transferred to us. We bind them. We chain them. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. We close off out of our computers and out of our electronic devices every demon that comes across the computer lines in Jesus' name. We meet them with the fire of God in the name of Jesus. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Father, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians and those, Father, who were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Lord, for covering our mode of transportation, any vehicle that we need to use, the road or the waterway or the airway or however we get, or the sidewalk or the road or the path, whatever we're using, to be covered in the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference from every source in the name of Jesus, but especially from demons walking across the road in Jesus' name. We forbid them to cross when we're coming through. We forbid them to cross when we're coming through. We forbid them to come on the road when the righteous are there. We forbid them to walk our neighborhood in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid them to come in our neighborhood in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every antichrist spirit in our neighborhoods in the name of Jesus. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, and we send them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We bind their trespassing in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We ask for giant warrior angels to protect us and our property and all that pertains to us. We thank you, Lord, for the wall of fire, meeting them every time in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, everything being sent to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over our private parts. The enemy has no right to attack us there. Our privates belong to Jesus Christ. The Bible says our body is for the Lord. So the Lord reigns there. Attacks from the demonic realm must go back and destroy that that it came from. In Jesus' name. 
baba rumba baba rumba baba rumba baba rumba baba rumba baba rumba baba berukuta da berisha da berike ruka da berisha da yosunda da berike da berisa to lord jesus amen thank you lord jesus hey kedera thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus he rugura kisata ruka da berisha da rekisa our private are set aside for Jesus Christ. Eh, Ricky said it ibrisha. Rumba baba baba burukasa. Ricky did ibrisha that abruka did it We forbid wicked works to attack us there. In Jesus' name, we curse those wicked attacks. In the name of Jesus Christ. Ruka did ibrisha that abruka did it Runda da burka did it yosula da yosul. Regisa te regisa. We force you out in Jesus' name. The kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force in Jesus' name. We cut and destroy. And burn with the fire of God. All ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, earth, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all the all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm in Jesus' name. Every attack on our domicile is set back in the name of Jesus Christ. And set back with the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Every attack on any part of our domicile. We thank you, Father, for your repayment plan. We give you praise. Amen. Everything at our domicile works all the time by the grace of God. In Jesus' name. We destroy. We tear down. We completely destroy all walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars. And we break and destroy the power of every love spell, vex, hex, hurt, psychic prayers, charms, magic, Sorcery, voodoo, all spells, all brain frequency meditation, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, prayers, bewitchment, all potions and jinxes, psychic warfare, psychic power, incense and candle burnings, all torment, all pain, all sickness, all destruction, all illness, all death spirits, all chains. And any other device used by the enemy to harm us in Jesus' name. All chanting, all root work, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sin. Everything sent from the demonic realm goes back where it came from. In the name of Jesus Christ. We send back spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, all wizardry, sorcery. And their influences are destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. 
we pull down all the protections around them, be they natural or spiritual, in Jesus' name. It is crushed under the feet of Jesus. We send back spirits of bondage, spirits of heaviness, spirits of depression, spirits of blindness, spirits of fear, in Jesus' name. We destroy every yoke, for the power of God is here to destroy every yoke in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. Those that ought to repent, Lord, we ask that you lead them into repentance in Jesus' name. We command the demons that have been sent into our minds to be bound in Jesus' name. Demons that have been sent to attack our will, our intellect, our imagination, our emotions, and our personality. We bind in the name of Jesus. We command you to come up and out now in Jesus' name. Uh-huh, yes. Come out. Deep breath and cough. All those demons have been bound. Deep breath and cough. 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 And raise your hands and praise the Lord. Aha. The victory of the Lord upon the people of God in Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, our featured uh, psalm for um, tonight's worship service is Psalm 27. Tension begins in the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10. Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10. And our featured ebook is Electromagnetic Witchcraft, Forces of Darkness. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to talk about false worship. False worship. We're going to talk about false worship. Amen. If you'll be so kind as to join me in the Gospel of John, Chapter 4, the Gospel of John, Chapter 4, we will begin. The Gospel of John, Chapter 4, and Verse 24. The Gospel of John, chapter 4 and verse 24. God, capital S, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, they that worship him must worship him 
in spirit and in truth. Our God, the true and living God, strictly forbids all false worship. He strictly forbids all false worship. This false worship includes attempts to worship himself by using images and likenesses. Images and likenesses. The adoration of such is an expression of human carnal feeling. This false worship includes attempts to worship himself by using images and likenesses. The adoration of such is an expression of human carnal feeling. These human carnal feelings lead to idolatry. Everyone is forbidden to worship the host of heaven. I didn't say Christians were the only ones forbidden. I said everyone is forbidden. Everyone is forbidden to worship the host of heaven. The many different forms of superstition. Everyone is forbidden from participating in any form of superstition. Everyone is forbidden to use divination. Everyone is forbidden to use enchantment. Yes, that includes Disney. That includes Disney. That includes Disney. So let's go to Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40. Praise the name of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 40. And I'm going to begin at verse verse 18. Amen. To whom then will ye liken God? I'm in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 18. To whom then will ye liken God? Or what likeness will ye compare unto him? The workman melteth a graven image. Now, some of you have some of these statues, carved things that come under the category of a graven image. Some of you have them in the yard. Some of you have them in the house. Some of them were given to you by someone that you know, was an ancestor, but it's a graven image. And the goldsmith spreadeth it over with gold and casteth silver chains. He that is so impoverished that he hath no oblation chooses a tree that will not rot and seeketh unto him a cunning workman 
to prepare a graven image that shall not be moved. You know, you've got all these images. All these images. You know, you've got this carved eagle out there in the front yard or whatever it is you have or wherever it is you have it. It might not be at your primary residence. It might be at your little vacation place. 21, have ye not known? Have ye not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have ye not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers, that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in that bringeth the princes to nothing. He maketh the judges of the earth as vanity. Yea, they shall not be planted. Yea, they shall not be sown. Yea, their stock shall not take root in the earth. And he shall, shall also blow upon them, and they shall wither, and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. To whom then will ye liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and behold who hath created these things, that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names by the greatness of his might, for he for that he is strong in power. Not one faileth. So God's challenging us, saints. He's like, well, okay, so what are you going to compare to me? You know, um, we're told that people of Polynesian ancestry have these big totem poles. And I just know you don't have one of those sitting up in your yard. Am I right about that? You know, everybody comes from someplace, from some kind of culture. And with those cultures come all kinds of artifacts, people that are trying to find their roots, go buy things that they don't even know what they're buying. And they bring these things into their home, and the demons that are attached to these things move in too. Remember in the opening prayer, we bound the demons that are attached to idols and idolatry. You know, you go on this vacation and you see this thing, and, oh, isn't this, wouldn't this just fit perfect? And on and on you go with it. And guess what? It lives with you now. Amen. Or someone else goes on vacation and brings it to you. And at the time when you receive it, you don't have the knowledge to reject it and say, thank you very much, but I can't receive this because it would be a sin in my life to receive it because God says I can't have idols in my home. 
and this is considered as an idol. Mm. Some of us have all kinds of idols. Some of us need to go in the basement, and some of us need to go in the attic. Some of us need to go in the garage. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the holy name of the Lord. Acts chapter 7, beginning with verse 38. Acts chapter 7, beginning with verse 38. Acts chapter 7. Some of us, some of us need to go in our storage places. Amen. And you need to bind the devils that's going to keep you from seeing what God wants you to see. Even if you don't understand it, obey God. That prompting in you from the Holy Spirit is an unction from God to say, hey, pay attention. Pay attention, I'm talking to you. You know, uh, we've done a lot of things in ignorance, saints. At the time, we just didn't know any better. But there's this there's this unction within you going, uh-uh, this is wrong. You get, you get this funny feeling on the inside, and you go, something's wrong. You're right, something is wrong. Those things bring curses into our lives. It op- it's an open door for the enemy to work against you and against your family and against your life. It's a wide open door. Some of that artwork you have belongs to Satan. It shouldn't be in your possession. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, um, even to the point that you remember they started issuing uh, stamps with uh, certain historical persons' faces on them. And I was going to do a collection of those historical stamps. I kind of was thinking about it. I hadn't gotten around to actually deciding to do it. And this thought came to me. Well, what if that historical person wasn't a Christian? And I thought, I can't bring that home. Because as soon as I do, the demons that were attached to that person's life will be connecting with that picture. And that includes that we have in our home of certain relatives, be they living or dead. You have to ask the Lord if he's in agreement with that. If that's all right with him, not you begging him to do it, no. Does this in any way offend you? If the picture of that person offends him, you need to put it to do something else with it. You need to do whatever he tells you to do with it. Because those pictures draw to them, see, that's the image of that person. And it draws the demons that were in that person's life. Okay. This is too deep for you today? Okay, then after I finish, you can recast. Amen? Because this is what God is teaching. I hadn't even planned to talk about this part of it. 
Praise the Lord. You have to keep doing this because as you grow in the Lord and as you develop in faith, the Lord will open your eyes to new things. The first time you go through, well, that's nice. But then later on, you're going to need to do it again. And you you may need to do it yet again. When you get ready to move, you need to have a party throwing things away. You see, there are some people that have what I call an affinity to idolatrous things. love to have these things in their possession. They think it's great. Well, that's because there's idolatry somewhere in their lives. You see, idolatrous things in our homes will eventually work towards sickness and disease in our body. They'll bring that process to be. How? I don't know, but they sure managed to get it done. Jewelry. All kinds of things that we own cause problems when we sell out to Jesus because they're not a part of the kingdom of God and what they represent is not a part of his kingdom. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. We're at Acts chapter 7 now, and I'm beginning in verse 38. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in the Mount Sinai and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us to whom our fathers would not obey, but thrust him from them, and in their hearts turned back again into Egypt. You need to highlight that part of the sentence right there. And in their hearts turned back again into Egypt, into the world. People do this to Jesus every single day. In their hearts they turn back again into the world. There's something they want more than they want Jesus. There are people that want a man more than they want Jesus. I usually would have said a woman, but in today's society, I have to say it the way I said it. Who want a woman more than they want Jesus. You see, it's what's in your heart that's going to determine what you're going to do or not do. That's right. It's not just what's in your mind. It's what's in your mind and in your heart. Amen. Verse 40, saying unto Aaron, make us gods to go before us. For as for this Moses, which brought us out of the land of Egypt, we want not what is become of him. And they made a calf in those days and offered sacrifice unto the idols and rejoice in the work of their own hands. Aha! Uh-huh. Rejoice in the work of their own hands. Verse 42, then God turned. They did something, then God did something. 
Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven. He let them go. You know, when you're, when you're bent to do something wicked and evil, sometimes God will let you go right on and do it. You better hope that never happens to you. As it is written in the book of the prophets, O ye house of Israel, have ye offered to me slain beasts and sacrifices by the space of 40 years in the wilderness? Yea, ye took up the tabernacle of Mola and the star of your god Remphan, figures which ye made to worship them. And I will carry you away beyond Babylon. There's their judgment right there. They turned from God. He turned and let them do just what they decided to do, and he judged them. And that's the way it is today, saints. Turn away from God. He'll he'll work with us, work with us, plead with us, have me teach and preach and pray and fast. But there comes a day when God just lets you have your way because you're determined to have it, and then he will judge you. Know this. So when you get these ridiculous notions in your mind, you know what's going to happen. You can't tell God, well, I didn't know this would happen to me. Yes, you did, because I just told you. Don't tell God lies. That doesn't work. Amen? Don't tell God lies. That doesn't work. Just how dangerous even the use of symbols can be is strikingly shown in the case of the brazen. That's in Numbers 21. We'll get there in just a minute. God had told Moses to make it as a sign or a symbol of the people's sin. as a symbol of the people's sin. And it had nothing in common with the golden calf and its worship. Yet later, they actually used it as an object of idolatrous worship. Numbers chapter 21, and I'm beginning with verse 5. Numbers chapter 21, and I'm beginning with verse 5. And the people spake against God and against Moses. That's right. You understand clearly. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? We don't like it where you brought us. We don't appreciate your provision. Our flesh liked it better when we was working for company, blah, 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 and our souls were still going to hell. But now I'm working for this company. They don't pay as much as those others. They don't have the benefits they had. I'd rather go back and work for them. Well, if you want to go back to work for Barcardi, you can get those curses right back and some more. If you want to go back to work for what was Budweiser or whoever it is you you know you're you're playing games with, 
You want to go back to work in the casinos? You want to go back doing what you were doing that you knew wasn't pleasing God and surely wasn't giving him any glory? You can get those curses back again since you don't like a life minus the curses. It's possible. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? So they're they're falsely accusing God and Moses, saying that we're going to die out here because we can't have what we want the way we want it when we want it. We don't like this, this discipline you're putting in our lives where we can't do this and we can't do that and we can't do the other. We liked it better when we were doing anything we felt like doing. But we were in slavery, but we liked it better. We were in bondage. The Egyptians were cruel to us. They beat us. They did all kinds of things, but we liked that better. For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. Now, that light bread was angels' food. Can you imagine how the angels looked at them? And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. They got judged for that. You know, a lack of gratitude will get you in trouble with God. For the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. It's amazing how they suddenly knew what their sin was. Now, didn't they know what their sin was while they were doing it? What about you? Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. By the way, they didn't ever apologize to Moses for the things they said against him. You don't see that they did that, now do you? And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. See how merciful God is? And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, saints. Amen. Second Kings chapter 18. Second Kings chapter 18 and verse 4. Second Kings chapter 18 and verse 4. He removed the high places and broke the images and cut down the groves and broke in pieces the brazen serpents that Moses had made. To those days, the children of Israel did burn incense to it, and he called it Nehushtan. So you see, they even took what God had given Moses 
to remind them of their awful sin, and they were going to worship it and do whatever they wanted to do anyway. Anyway, they were going to be haughty and arrogant anyway. They were going to be rebellious and disobedient and stubborn anyway. Mm -hmm. It is still dangerous to worship God according to our natural senses, stirring up our emotions and feelings, or using visible means such as an image. Now, I'm going to say something, and some of you are not going to like what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's the truth. And the Lord is telling, prompting me to go here. Some of you, whomever those someones may be, have attended churches. Yes, that's what they were called, churches. And they spent a good part of their time trying to get the people all hyped up. They spent a good, when it was actually time to be in worship to God, they were up there trying to hype the people up, hype the people up, hype at it, trying to get the people to react, react to the hype. Why? Because they want to get a good offering. That's why. I'm just going to tell the truth, okay? And for the longest, you sat there not realizing that you were being manipulated, that they were merchandising you. It took the longest for you to get there. But thank you, Jesus, you finally arrived. They were using you. And God never did like that. And it's just the truth. Okay? Not nice, but the truth. Amen. Some may actually delude themselves. Mm-hmm. They delude themselves. I know about that. Some may actually delude themselves by thinking that they are thereby worshiping the invisible God. And so they all together lose sight of the vital fact that God has willed to reveal by his written word. So what do they do? They have a church service, a worship service, where you hardly hear anything from the written word of God. That's right. You've been in some of those churches. Now, you know how many scriptures I usually share with you during the course of this worship service? You've been to services where you didn't get but one or two, if that. And they didn't really relate to what they said they were preaching to you. Yes, you have been there. Oh, but you have. Oh, but you have. But you have. Realize that you've been redeemed. You don't have to take that. You can find higher ground. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank the Lord for getting you out of that. 
through faith and obedience to that word, can he truly be worshipped in spirit and in truth? I'll say that again. Only through faith and obedience to the word. Jesus is the living word. Can he truly be worshipped in spirit and in truth? Gospel of John, chapter 4. We're going there again. The Gospel of John, chapter 4, beginning with verse 23. The Gospel of John, chapter 4, beginning with verse 23. But the hour cometh. And and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. In spirit, not hyped up. Not in this, this so-called mood music. That's what I call it. I don't know what other people call it, but that's what I call it. It's this mood music that changes the brain waves. It puts you in another another brain wave. It alters the waves in the brain. Call it that soaking music. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, I just love and they have no idea what's happening to them. It's like they're being hypnotized. Mesmerized. That's not the true worship of God. Somebody just got offended, but you may as well get on your face and talk to Jesus because I'm going to tell the truth. Amen. I'm going to tell the truth. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, beginning with verse 68. That's not far away. The gospel of John chapter 6. Beginning with verse 68. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Thou hast the words of eternal life. You can't get to know God apart from his words. Cannot get to know him Apart from his word And we believe And are sure That thou art the Christ The son of the living God All right Let's turn the page And go to John chapter 7 John chapter 7, beginning with verse 16. John chapter 7, beginning with verse 16. Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine. My teaching, my doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will... He shall know of the doctrine, of the teaching, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. And that's how this actually works. See, when you're in faith and obedience, God will help you to know if you ought to be listening to that. 
you know, we try to encourage you to be extremely cautious and careful, allowing, asking the Holy Spirit to vet whatever it is you want to listen to. But some of us are so glued to tradition. Some of us are so um, curious that it gets you into trouble. Oh, I just heard this new teaching was about, and I want to know about. God didn't tell you to do that, and you know it. You're off running behind your flesh, and demons work with the flesh. Amen. And that's just the truth. That is the truth. We try to teach you that you have to test the spirits to see if they be of God. You have to get permission from God to do that. Not permission from your own opinion. Mm -hmm. Only by childlike simple faith in the word of truth is man genuinely born again from above, not from a mortal seed, but from one that is immortal by the ever-living and lasting word of God without the intervention of our natural senses. Really? That's right. Salvation is a spiritual process. You can't be talked into it. It's a spiritual process. The Holy Spirit, the Father, has to draw you. One day you'll get that figured out. (laughs) That's right. John, chapter 1. John, chapter 1, beginning with verse 12. John, the Gospel of John. Chapter 1, beginning with verse 12. But as many as received him, not as many as heard about him, it doesn't say that. It says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. As many as received him. To them, the many that received him, gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. They don't know much about him, but they heard about Jesus, and they said, yeah, I'm going with him. To them, to everybody you witness to, to them, he gave power to become the sons of God, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. They were born 
of God. We understand? I hope we do. I hope that we do. Amen. Amen. John 3, 3. John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Let me go back and pull that all the way. John chapter 3 and verse 3. Amen. Praise God. Beginning with verse 2. The same came to Jesus by night. This Nicodemus guy, lurking in the darkness, came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi. We know that thou art a teacher come from God. Okay, we got that much, that you're a teacher and you actually did come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. We watched this over and over, and nobody could do this unless God was with them. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, I'm in verse 4, Can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time? into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He cannot, C-A-N-N-O-T, enter into the kingdom of God. Born of the Spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. Marvel not, verse 7, I said unto thee, ye must be born again of the spirit of God. That's what he's saying. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. This is why God declares all disobedience to his voice to be as the sin of witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Amen. All disobedience to his voice to be as the sin of witchcraft, divination, idolatry, teraphim, good luck images. Now, uh, I don't know what good luck, this, that, or the other you have, but uh, we don't do good luck in in this kingdom. You see, good luck is directly attached. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We don't do shamrocks either. Um, 
good luck is attached to this demon spirit called Fortunata. And this is supposed to be uh, the god of good luck and good fortune and all of that on and on and on. Okay, let me connect it to this. You know that TV show called The Wheel of Fortune? There it is. Right there. Fortunata, Wheel of Fortune, good luck, spin the wheel. Ritual, sin, idolatry. Got it? There you are. And, of course, you have to get prizes in this. Hello? Are you getting that? Our cultures are full, full of idolatry, gushing over. It's everywhere. It's impossible to walk outside without running into some of it somewhere. No, there's no place for you to run and no place for you to hide outside of Jesus Christ. There. Now, there also, when I was a little girl, there was this TV show called Truth or Consequences. You see how we've changed over the years? Truth, that's right, because Jesus does not bet. So that's, you know, that's the end of Sin City and all of that. So we've moved from a show called Truth or Consequences to Wheel of Fortune. We've moved from, from Truth or Consequences to Bewitched. And we keep going down. There you go. I knew you were going to learn something tonight. I just knew it. He solemnly warns the disobedient and rebellious. He solemnly warns the disobedient and rebellious. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, the word of the Lord, I will also reject thee. Mm-hmm. Let's go back a bit because I missed the scripture I want to give you. Go to James chapter 1, verse 18. James chapter 1, verse 18. James chapter 1, verse 18. The book, you know where that is. You, you were there recently, remember? You can find that. Verse 18. Of his own will begat he us. Begat, yeah, fathers. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. He begat us with the word of truth. Weren't any lies in that program. No deception, no shadowing. Tense, no deception. The word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Hmm. 
when you were born again, that was seriously a moment of truth for you. Praise God. So God declares that all disobedience to his voice, you're going to do it your way anyway, no matter what he says. That's not going to work. Because thou hast rejected the knowledge, the word of God, I will also reject thee. And he will. First Samuel chapter 15, beginning with verse 22, he gets real serious about this. First Samuel chapter 15, beginning with verse 22. God gets seriously, 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 serious with us. Not that he wasn't before. Speaking to King Saul, and Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Get your highlighter out. As in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold. To obey is better than sacrifice. Oh, Lord, I'll give you 50%. He only asked for 10. I. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. You know, long time ago, we established what hearken means. It means to listen intently with the intention of obedience, to listen intently with the full intention to obey. That's what hearken means. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So you got rebellion in your heart, you got witchcraft in your heart. You got rebellion in your heart? You got witchcraft in your heart. There you have it. He's serious. We should be serious too. And stubbornness, stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Now, we just read a few scriptures where God was trying to talk to these people about their idolatry, and they uh, turned a deaf ear to him and a few other things. And didn't he judge them? Didn't he judge them? Well, that's what God does. He is the righteous judge. We should learn from their mistakes, from their error, from their sins. So that we don't do those things. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is good. And I'm going to let you look up the rest of the scripture because I want you to learn it for yourself. Maybe I'll give it to you at the end. I'll think about it. The Holy Spirit said, no, don't give it to you. Let you look it up and learn it. Praise the Lord. Mm. And instruction in righteousness, praise the Lord. Stubbornness. Is there stubbornness in you anywhere? Well, you little idolatrous soul, change. Repent and do what is right before the Lord. Amen. 
because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. When we are rebellious, when we are stubborn, we are rejecting what God is saying to us. We are refusing to obey him. And he is God alone. He's going to reject us too. And it's not going to be fun at all. It's not going to be fun at all. There's just no fun in that. Amen. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed. For a lack of knowledge. And why don't they have this knowledge? Because thou hast rejected knowledge. I come to tell you that blown up, you know, that Santa in your attic, you got to blow him up every year. You don't want to hear that because you don't want to do that. Hmm, it's got serious consequences. You, you're going to put that tree up no matter what. You've had a tree ever since you could remember, and you're going to do it anyway. Well, we'll see about that. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. You don't want to know it. See, you've, you've, you've known. The King James Version of the Bible was here before you got here. It can a very small amount of money. You've read all kinds of books, but you didn't want to read that one. Praise God. We're just going to call it what it is. He says, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. Here comes the, here comes the real good part here. I will also forget thy children. You see, it's dangerous to treat God like he's nobody. Jesus Christ is not to be trifled with, church. He's God. Amen. He's God. I will also forget thy children. Amen. Amen. Thus we see that all stubborn opposition to God, his word, his will, his guidance, all resorting to unscriptural means for influencing one's lot in life, for healing or for knowing the future, All these are sins of witchcraft, a.k.a. divination, and idolatry. Yes, you did want to know the future, so you went and had your your horoscope, and it's a horror too, your horoscope chart done. Pentance is required. Yes, it is. No, you might not have known any better. Everybody else that was in your little circle was doing it too. 
but it was still wrong and still sin. You had your palm read. Somebody uh, did something with some tea leaves. Let me explain what you're supposed to do with tea leaves. You're supposed to make tea. They did something else. Some of you have ancestors that used to do water witching and other things. If you ask me, I think my mother used to do a rain dance in the front yard. But, you know, that's my two-bit opinion. We've all been inundated with these kinds of things. But they've got to go, saints. They've got to leave our lives. We're on our way to see God. And we don't have an awful lot of time left. Amen? I'll say this again. We can see all stubborn opposition to God. When you find yourself in that place being stubborn to God, it means you're supposed to already be on a fast. Oh, yes, you're supposed to already be on a fast. And you're supposed to be asking for some serious mercy and grace to help you in time of need because you need it. You need to turn. You need to let go of your stubbornness and your self-will, and you want to do it this way, and you don't want not about you. You were created for his pleasure, not your own. It's not about you. Amen. That's sin. That's serious sin. And by the way, if when you were growing up, you had one of those eight balls, uh, that, that what do you call those little ugly things? And they used to, and at the bottom, they're supposed to tell you your fortune, all those toys. You had a Ouija board and God knows what all. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and this they just keep getting worse, and you you got a Pokemon, and if you can think of it, they did it. Well, guess what? You have the privilege of repenting of all of that because it just wasn't God. That's right. Amen. That's right. You can think of all, when you finish listening to this, all of those things are just going to come flooding back to you. And you go, ah, that's right. Time to repent. Great time to repent. All of that stuff you did when you were a kid, you and your friends, we want to know our future. So we're going to do this. And what did you do? Sin. Well, repent. You're still in the land of the living. You still have an opportunity to repent. Repent. You know all that cutting and, and, and blood exchanging you did with whoever that was you did it with? Feel free to repent. Praise the Lord. There was some other dumb game, but it'll come to me later. Unbelief and disobedience to God and his word is therefore the one great sin which has led to all others. 
all who open their hearts and minds to the lie of Satan and to the doctrines that demons teach come under their dominion. For whoever commits sin is the slave of sin. All who open their hearts and minds to the lie of Satan and to the doctrines that demons teach under their domination. For whoever commits sin is the slave of sin. Yes, it's the truth. First Timothy chapter 4. First Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. First Timothy chapter 4. First Timothy, Timothy, chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit, capital S, speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Really? Yes, they were once Christians. They were once in faith. They were once believing God. They were once believing the word. They're going to depart from the faith, not a faith, the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. Now, in the opening prayer, you hear me binding seducing spirits. They're spirits of Belial. They seduce you away from the faith of God. They seduce you away from the word of God. They lead you astray, and eventually you will find yourself in bondage. That's right. And they, they, they speak right through human lips. You know, you've been in some of those churches and some of those organizations. You've been... Some of you have been in those churches that were a mi- what we call a mixture. Shouldn't even be called a church, but they call them that. It's a mixture. They're trying to mix a little Christianity in with a lot of witchcraft. Amen. They're trying to mix a little Christianity in with uh, pagan customs cultural customs that are not rooted, grounded, and founded in the Lord Jesus Christ from another root. They're full of superstitions, full of traditions. They celebrate the Day of the Dead and some of everything else. You just name it. There's a culture from somewhere in the past, and somebody's got to run to wherever it is they think they were and dig up their ruins and try to figure out what they were doing and how they were doing. But these same people, I wonder if any of them really know Jesus. I'm not trying to dig up any ruins from a culture that was destroyed, that was idolatrous and did not worship Jesus Christ. How about that? In fact, I'm not even trying to dig up my natural lineage 
beyond what I know. Because I have this thought that if they're terribly bad, I just as soon forgive them and move on. But you decide what you want to decide, okay? Praise the Lord. I'm just going to forgive them for having sinned against me. They never met me, but their sin affected me, so I'm just going to forgive them, get the healing I need from Jesus Christ, and I'm moving on. I'm not digging up their bones, but you decide what you want to decide. Amen? Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies. Highlight the speaking lies. In hypocrisy, they're going to tell you one thing, but they're going to do something else. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Those people already exist, and many of you have already come across some of them. Well, they've gotten worse, because evil men and seducers become worse and worse. I thought I'd let you know. Amen. I thought I'd let you know. John chapter 8, verse 34. John chapter 8, verse 34. Amen. And I think I'm going to right here tonight because it's going to take a while to get through all this. John chapter 8. Verse 34. John chapter 8, verse 34. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we want to thank you for the things you taught us tonight, things you revealed to us. Many things are going to come to our minds, and as we recast the broadcast, you're going to help us. You're going to help us look into our lives and see places where we've gone wrong because we want to be right with you. We want to be clean. We want to be holy. Thank you, Jesus. We don't want to continue in this path of ignorance and sin and ignorance and some more sin and ignorance and yet more sin. So we thank you for the word tonight, Lord. And we thank you that by the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. Amen? Amen. 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 Don't worry. The Lord's going to open your eyes to some stuff that you didn't know before. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah, Jean Dickinson was real, she was real bad. She received a demon snake into her, a serpent into her. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. Amen. So, amen. Well, saints, let's let's see what we can get done tonight. We're going to just do what we can do. And area code 770, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, Dr. Sabrina. How you doing? It's Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. <laughs> was not expecting. I always say, well, if God needs for me to talk to you, then you pick up. And I'm glad you have. I just wanted to just say I've been doing great. Um, I just feel good. <laughs> um and um, just thankful, you know, for all the prayers and everything. And, you know, I'm still, you know, getting stronger every day. But, like, the twitching is not – doesn't really happen at all in Jesus' name. And I've just been, like, I'll replay a lot of the prayers that you've already done with me over, and I just keep going through deliverance and recasting the broadcast. And I just feel good. And I'm just so grateful for, like, everything you guys have done for my family and playing with my mom because this has been like a long like battle like even you know beyond me you know backsliding and things happening with me personally so I just wanted to thank you um but I also called uh just for prayer for direction um as I have said like I've gotten approved for a home and um I have you know a little bit of time, but not a lot. And I just don't want to make a, a rash decision, and I don't want to make the wrong decision, and I just want to pay, okay, you know, I have pray a for guidance. I have a suggestion. Yes. Why don't you get out of the decision seat and let God make the decision, and you just do what he tells you to do? Well, that's what I'm trying to listen for and I, I'm just praying for that guidance. I'm I'm not making any move until I get an answer. All right, good. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you that our sister has made you her counselor. And she will listen to you and obey what you tell her to do so that it will be well with her and so that the blessings that you have for her will come upon her life. In Jesus' holy name, we bind every spirit of distraction and uh, second-guessing and doubt and unbelief and fear, cowardice, in Jesus' holy name. And we release the love of God that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord, upon her life. Amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Talk to you later. You're welcome. Area code two four zero. I'd rather go for a house. Hello. 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 I know. I look here. I don't I don't think they can hear me. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Whoop. Got about this, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is so good. He is so very good. Saints, begin to ask the Lord 
to open your eyes to things that directly affect your life that um, they're not so, let me put it this way, wholesome. Let's call it that. They're not wholesome. They're not what God would have for you. And you are just walking in it in ignorance. You know, you've always done it this way. You don't know any better. God can open your eyes and teach you better if you're willing to learn. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. There's a growing divide between the rank-and-file officers of the FBI and upper management, according to FBI agent-turned-whistleblower Steve Friend. And it's those at the top who are pushing a political agenda. Mmm, that's not good. Oh. Ah. Spiritual wickedness in high places, eh? I spent close to nine years in the FBI, spent a good chunk of my time just keeping my head down and working the cases in front of me, friend noted on a March 14th interview. There are a lot of agents that sort of share that sentiment and just want to drive the mission forward. Unfortunately, there's a big disconnect between the rank and file and the management class. And as you climb that ladder, it's tending to become more and more political. The evidence, friend said, could be seen in the Bureau's disparate treatment of pro-life activists like Mark Huck, who we prayed for, whose home was raided by the FBI. They're into this raid thing. Lord, you think you could raid them? The Lord says he's going to do more than that. Thank you. Wow. When you ask him questions, he answers, in case you were wondering. All right. Whose home was raided by the FBI over an altercation, altercation outside of a planned parenthood pro-abortion activist, like those who protested outside the Supreme Court justices' homes and were never investigated. You know that? It's two sides of this thing. Look at the White House. That's right. So the ones that did their number outside the Supreme Court justices' homes, they were never investigated, you know, like those Ruth people. But if you said something outside of Planned Parenthood or you were pro-abortion, uh, or you're a, a pro-life activist, you're going to get investigated. I think there's an argument to be made that the FBI has now just become a weaponized apartheid of the presidential administration. What is that? It's a term for a communist. It couldn't do anything but follow Hitler. So narrow-minded and so... Uh, they wouldn't listen to any other 
thing. They wouldn't continue to be people who would think for themselves. They were just going to listen to Hitler and do anything he said because that's what they were going to do. And that's where the FBI is now. They're just going to do whatever the political ways in the White House tells them to do. They're not going to keep their oath. They're going to do what they want to do. And that's one of those things that you just aren't supposed to do. He added, holding that the public trust in the agency has diminished largely as a result of the perception of political bias. Friend, now a senior fellow at the Center for Renewing America, previously worked as a special agent in the FBI's Jacksonville, Florida office, but was suspended from the agency after he came forward last September with concerns about how the Bureau was handling child sexual abuse cases and allegations that cases were being inappropriately assessed. saints, our prayers do matter. We've been praying about this kind of thing for a long time. And for him to be in Jacksonville, Florida, where we pray these prayers regularly, he got convicted. See, God is at work. God is at work. Friend had also objected to the FBI's use of SWAT teams to arrest individuals suspected of committing misdemeanors during the January 6th Capitol breach. According to a March 6th letter written by whistleblower organization Empower Oversight, Friend was informed in December by the Department of Justice Office of the Inspector General that after careful consideration, the Office of of Inspector General had decided against opening an investigation into his allegations. They're going to sweep his complaints under the carpet. However, on March 16, DOJ Assistant Inspector General Sean O'Neill responded that DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz still intends to schedule an interview with Mr. Friend regarding his disclosure. I wouldn't hold my breath. Prior to his suspension, Friend was involved in investigations relating to the January 6th Capitol breach, an incident he said could only be fully understood through radical transparency. I'm hoping that this slow drip of surveillance footage is just eventually abandoned and we get the whole amount of it, he said, alluding to the recent exposés aired by Fox News' Tucker Carlson. There's no reason why it should be leaked out slowly because that just gives cannon fodder to both sides to accuse the other of cherry-picking their information. As for his views on the events of that day, Friend said he thought the incident involved a mixed bag of people who did some deplorable and abhorrent things and should be held accountable and those who were just there to exercise their First Amendment rights. And the Capitol Police, he noted, did appear to give protesters permission to enter the building. Whether or not the Capitol Police were trying to de-escalate the situation doesn't mitigate the fact that they gave permission to those folks and assured them that they were within the law to walk through the Capitol peacefully and admire the House of Representatives and the Senate. 
given the stresses of the internal conflict between the rank-and-file officers and leadership, Friend noted that some officers might be tempted to keep quiet about misconduct at the Bureau until they can collect their pensions and leave. But that temptation, he says, should not supersede their oath of office. You swear an oath in the very beginning, and that has to mean something at the end of the day, he says. I stood up and I swore an oath before God, my family, and my colleagues that I was going to protect the Constitution and my fellow countrymen. As I joined the FBI to do the work of the FBI, not to retire from the FBI. As for others on the inside looking to speak out, friend, encourage them to do so, but smartly. You should look into the proper whistleblowing procedures and make sure your concerns are brought forward. And hopefully the select committee looking at government weaponization will protect whistleblowers so that you're not going to have to sacrifice that career. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Senator Lindsey Graham and state Senate Republicans are sent to introduce a bill on Thursday that would codify the right to bear arms for self-defense outside the home. The bill would incorporate elements from the Supreme Court's 2008 District of Columbia versus Heller decision and the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Buren decision from 2022, he said. In Heller, the court affirmed and an individual's right from the Buren decision affirmed the individual's right to carry a gun for self-protection outside their home. Graham said the bill would enshrine those rights in federal law. It would also give citizens the right to sue any government agency or official who tried to infringe on that right. When you live in an autocratic environment, you don't own. The government does, Graham said during a March 16, 2023 press conference. The act is to give you a cause of action so you can fight back. Graham was joined by Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana, Senator John Corrin of Texas. Kennedy said, Americans must respect the court's decisions regardless of whether or not they agree. He said some Democrats have been taking the position that it's okay to ignore rights they disagree with. Their copy of the Bill of Rights goes from Amendment 1 to Amendment 3, Kennedy said. According to Graham, the Democratic Party is continuing an assault on America's fundamental constitutional rights and the institutions set up to protect those rights. He said a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on protecting public safety in the wake of the Buren decision is Bruin decision is an example. In that hearing, gun control advocates told how the Bruin decision had impacted other laws, especially the prohibition of firearms ownership for those subject to domestic violence protection orders. The court established a text and history test for courts 
deciding a law's constitutionality. Under this test, if a law does not conform with how similar laws have been enforced, it would not be considered constitutional. Victims of domestic violence and gun control proponents told the committee that this test was used by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals to remove protection. In that case, Jackie R. had been involved in several altercations in which he fired a gun while subject to a civil protection order. Based on that decision, R. pleaded guilty to that charge but successfully appealed. Second Amendment advocates told the committees that R. should have been in prison for his gun crime. Instead, he was released by the court, which allowed him to commit more crimes. According to Graham, the hearing was one step in finding ways to chip away at basic constitutional right by undermining a Supreme Court decision. Graham said liberals in the Democratic Party are committed to their political agenda above all else. He said that after Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization decision overturning the constitutional right to abortion and sending the decision back to the states, certain liberal Democrats began to talk of packing the court. He said attempts to remove the filibuster and President Joe Biden's recent executive order expanding background checks, increasing public scrutiny on gun dealers and redefining what it means to deal in firearms are part of that plan. The executive order evades the American legal system to get a political outcome, Graham said. They want an outcome. They don't give up how they get it, Corrin said. Congress should should go even further in affirming Second Amendment rights and called it called for national reciprocity. Under national reciprocity, concealed carry permits and firearm licenses would be honored in every state, just as driver's licenses are. A concealed handgun license should be treated the same way, he said. Acknowledging that driving is not a constitutional right, Kennedy said it is still considered a right for Americans to drive cars. He pointed out that law-abiding drivers are not penalized for those who drive drunk. We don't solve that problem by revoking everybody else's license. We focus on the problem, the drunk driver, Kennedy said. Gun rights organizations have criticized all three senators for supporting a gun control bill Biden has touted as the most significant gun safety bill in 30 years. The Bipartisan Safer Communities Act Corrin, in particular, has come under fire for his role in negotiating provisions of the bill for red flag laws. These laws allow the government to seize guns from a person, from persons a court has ruled a danger to themselves or the community. The Texas lawmaker stood by his efforts, saying the law would keep guns out of the hands of criminals and those who are not competent to own guns. Any suggestion that I don't support the Second Amendment is false, he said. It's just a lie. Thank you to the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge 
concerning Senator Tim Kaine said on March 16th that the Senate needs to move to address the 2001 authorization for the use of military force. Kane made these comments just hours after the Senate voted to move for, move toward a final vote, a bill that would repeal the 1991 and 2002 authorization for the use of military force. The first allowed the United States to enter the Gulf War, where Iraqi President Saddam Hussein's forces were driven out of Kuwait. And the second allowed the U.S. military to go into Iraq following reports that Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. The United States captured him in 2003. He was executed in Iraq in 2006. Here's what we need to do. Ben Cardin, Chris Murphy, Rand Paul, when we were in the foreign relations hearing last week, said, hey, look, as soon as this one's done, We've got to get to 2001, Kane said. Democratic Senators Cardin and Murphy are from Maryland and Connecticut, respectively, while Republican Paul is from Kentucky. Kane explained that 2001's authorization for the utilization of military force is not subject to the bill that would repeal the 1991 and 2002s. Due to varying opinions from lawmakers about the 2001 authorization, which goes after those that attacked the United States on 9-11. Some would repeal it. Some would announce you were repealing it in six months and hope to put pressure on to revise it. Some feel it needs to be revised, he said. But we have been focused on do this first, then turn our attention to it, Kane continued. I think virtually everybody agrees that a minimum, it should be revised. But there's different opinions about it and from full repeal to significant revision. And we just have to kind of do the hard work on hammering out a position. When it comes to what would be in a revised AUMF, he said it depends on who you ask. But his position is more precise definition of the enemy and that the initial definition is vague. Kane noted that the AUMF has been used against forces that weren't behind 9-11. He said that while those groups may be adver- adversaries of the United States, the AUMF has been used beyond what was originally intended. The 2001 AUMF states that the president is authorized to use all necessary and appropriate force against those nations, organizations, or persons he determines, planned, authorized, committed, or aided the terrorist attack that occurred on September 11, 2001, or harbored such organizations or persons in order to prevent any future acts of international terrorism against the United States by such nations, organizations, or persons. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention purchased data 
from tracking companies to monitor compliance with lockdown, according to contracts with the firm. The CDC paid one firm $420,000 and another one $208,000 that bought access to location data mm-hmm, from at least 55 million cell phone users. So you see, the real use for your cell phone is to keep track of you. Mm-hmm. The contracts approved under emergency review due to the COVID-19 pandemic were aimed at providing the CDC with the necessary data to continue critical emergency response functions related to evaluating the impact of visits to key points of interest, stay-at-home orders, closures, reopening, and other public health communications related to mask mandate and other emerging research areas on community transmission of SARS-CoV-2, contract stated. The CDC said it would be using the tracking data to assess home-by-hour behavior, i.e. curfew analysis. Yes, it's real. By exploring the percentage of mobile devices at home during a specific period of time. Mm-hmm. The data could also be integrated with other information to provide a comprehensive picture of movement, travel of persons during the COVID-19 pandemic to better understand mandatory stay-at-home orders, business closure, school reopenings, and other non-pharmaceutical interventions in states and cities. Under a heading label, Potential Use Cases for the Data, the CDC said it could be used to try to connect the forced closures of bars and restaurants with COVID-19 infections and death rates, as well as try to assess the impact restrictions on close contact between people outside of their homes. Yes, this is the surveillance society. The data could also be used to monitor adherence to mandated or recommended quarantines after arrival from another state and to examine the correlation of mobility patterns and spikes in COVID-19 cases at facilities such as churches, concerts, and grocery stores. It would also enable examining movement restrictions such as curfews to show patterns in compliance, the contract states. The contracts were previously reported on by Vice News, but the outlet only released a screenshot of a single page. Together, the contracts run 71 pages. Both were signed in 2021, the same year new medical codes for COVID-19 vaccination status were approved. The CDC, early in the pandemic, received the data for free from the firm, for free from the firm, SafeGraph and Cubic. CDC researchers in 2020 
published two studies utilizing the data. One focused on data from four U.S. metropolitan areas, finding that people moved around less when measures such as social distancing was imposed. Another found that harsh lockdown orders led to decreased movement, while there was more movement after states began lifting the orders. Other researchers have also used the mobility data for studies. No CDC studies were published, so the agency bought the data, and the CDC spokesperson did not provide examples of what the purchase data were used for. For COVID-19, the insights derived from these data provide essential information on the impact and effectiveness of policies and COVID-19 mitigation measures. Example, jurisdictional stay-at-home orders and business closures. Wow. That had profound effects on communities. Scott Pauley, the spokesperson, said, these data provide important insights to protect public health and have been used to understand population-level impacts of COVID-19 policies and can shed important light on other pressing public health problems like natural disaster response and toxic environmental exposures. CDC does not and could not use these data for monitoring compliance with COVID-19 orders or individual tracking, he added. Now, let me stop right here, Sam. You know, I'm not a proponent of lies, but if you can think back to the O.J. Simpson trial, you will remember that they used the cell phone data from the satellite to say certain things in the trial. It was brought out during the trial that from the satellite, they could determine the, the kind of cigarettes you smoke from the package of cigarettes in the man's shirt pocket. Okay, you got that now. All righty. While the data is de-anonymized, can be used to identify people. Really? Uh-huh. Researchers have shown. The data CDC received were aggregated and anonymous, had extensive privacy protections, and could not be used to identify individuals. Surely. Uh-huh. They cannot be tied to an individual and have multiple layers of privacy protections to prevent misuse or re-identification, Pauly said. You know, <laughs> some people really need to learn how to tell the truth. Firms like SafeGraph and Cubic receive phone data from applications before passing it on to customers in sets. The sets from SafeGraph included neighborhood patterns, which showed how showed how often people visited places of interest, where they came from, and where else they went. And you don't think Alexa is a spy. <laughs> okay. The sets from Cubic included a shelter-in-place index that measured the percentage of mobile devices at home during a certain period of time. 
and an out-of-state traveler said to estimate what percentage of people who came from another state were failing to shelter in place. A SafeGraph spokesperson said that the firm complies and provides objective, verifiable facts about physical locations around the world, like the address or operating hours of a particular point of interest, adding that the data itself cannot be de-anonymized or used to identify or to track the movements or behavior of individual persons. People need a good case on truth or consequences. That's accomplished in part by introducing randomized noise, the company said. Senator Ron Johnson, the top Republican on the Senate Subcommittee on Investigation, expressed concern with the purchase of the mobility data, asking the CDC who approved the purchase and whether it shared the data with other agencies. It remains unclear why the CDC tracked millions of Americans during the pandemic and whether it continues to do so. In response to COVID-19, the CDC should have been prioritizing the development of treatments, effective testing, and vaccine safety rather than tracking Americans' daily lives, Johnson wrote to CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Walensky said in response that the data was part of using the best science available to inform our understanding of public health impacts of interventions and to inform recommendations, blah, blah, blah. The CDC has also utilized location tracking data from Google, but never paid for the data, Walensky said. She also said that the data was purchased and was not shared with any other agency or private company. Well, maybe one day she'll figure out what truth is. Amen. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Now, whose money was that they spent to do all that? Was that your money and mine? Oh. can track when you're home by your cell phone data. Did they call you and ask you if it was okay to do that? All right. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. A Florida Republican filed a six-week abortion ban on Tuesday, confirming that the Sunshine State, will very likely restrict abortion care earlier than its current 15-week ban. State Senator Aaron Grawl filed the bill, which would ban abortions after six weeks with limited exceptions on the first day of the state's legislative session. Representative Jenna Persons Maluka, companion measure in the Florida House. Most people don't know they're pregnant before six weeks, which means this legislation will be a major barrier to critical services for Floridians and others in the Southeast who seek care in Florida because their own states banned abortion 
following the fall of Roe versus Wade. The restriction includes exceptions for rape and incest, but only up to 15 weeks of pregnancy. And in order to get one, the survivor must provide a copy of a restraining order, police order, medical record, or other court order or documentation to prove she was a victim of rape or incest according to the legislation. The proposed legislation also includes an exception for the life of the pregnant person if two physicians certify in writing that the woman will die if she continues the pregnancy. Exceptions to abortion bans are often useless and are only included to make extreme restrictions seem more reasonable. The legislation also bans abortion care by telehealth. That's via phone, Zoom, you know, including mailing the medication for abortion. It seeks to prohibit any person other than a physician from inducing a termination of pregnancy, which appears to criminalize anyone self-managing their abortion in the state of Florida. Anyone who willfully performs or actively participates in a termination of pregnancy that violates these restrictions can be charged with a third-degree felony, which carries a maximum prison sentence of five years. Governor Ron DeSantis said during a press conference Tuesday afternoon that he will sign the six-week ban if it gets to his desk. Grawl previously introduced the state's current 15-week abortion ban, which was enacted last year. For decades now, Florida has been a national leader in defending the rights of the unborn. SB 300 will make Florida a beacon of hope for those who understand that life is sacred and must be protected, Grawl said. Florida Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo told HuffPost she supports Grawl's legislation and hopes to see it enacted into law. I am pro-life. Floridians I speak with on a daily basis overwhelmingly support the prior steps our legislature and governor have taken to protect unborn life, promote adoption, and support parents, she said. The legislation filed today, and it goes on and on, and I'll let you finish reading that. I'm going to go to the last sentence. We are also seeking adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Florida House Bill 1069. Now, that link has already been placed in the chat room earlier today. So there, if you want to know what that's about, it's there for you to discover. Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall, it's time to pray. God's waiting. Thank you, Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We thank you, Father God, for the FBI agent who was convicted by your Holy Spirit. We ask, Father, that you send the Holy Spirit to convict many, many more of the people that actually did take an oath to the Constitution, Father God, to keep and uphold their, their oath to the Constitution, not just in the FBI and the military, Every error, people end up taking oaths, Father God, and we thank you for the the people. He he isn't the only one. There've been many people uh, standing up now, Father, and we thank you for the awakening. The awakening of you're waking people up, at least to the political realm, 
but it's not really just political. Because you tell us our battle's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, put your wickedness in high places. And Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention, adjudication. Everyone in this situation, we know you've given all power to the Lord Jesus, Father, and he's going to rule and reign. And we ask for your divine help and intervention in every one of these situations, including where people are being, how shall I put it, Father God, people are being tormented, challenged by some people who unrighteously are in authority. They've been placed there by devious means, Father God. Some of these devious means have been planned for quite some time. And you said, Father, the Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Not just those working for companies, including governmental groups, Father God, that have different agendas. Those that are marching to the drumbeat of the, some people call them the global elite. I recently heard they're called a pilgrim society. They've been going back for several hundred years. Of the Rock, what is it, Rock, Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, Rothschilds, whatever it are, based out of London, primarily out of England. Father God, they seem to want to pull the, the, all the little puppet strings for all these people connected to them, the WEF and all the rest of it, Father. So we bind every one of those demons and all the demons that they represent, Father God. Every spirit of Leviathan, heads and tails cut off, descale, every one of the spirits of ungodly control, every spirit behind Nazism, every spirit trying to control people against their own will, because <clears throat> that's all witchcraft is. And every witchcraft curse is generally simple on the heads of the demons, sending them due to those demons, what they intended to do to us. Every member of the body of Christ, each mother household, including those that don't have anyone else to stand up for it, including the children, and the, the wives that have lost their husbands, or maybe they weren't married, Father God. Those women that are single moms, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father God, to send the Holy Spirit to help us all. Help all of your children, Father God. We thank you for the, the message that Pastor Sabrina gave today. We all need to examine our own hearts. Because, Father, you don't look on the outside. You look at the heart. And a lot of these people, Father God, people see them, oh, they look so dignified. They look so regal. Some of them even have nobility titles. And isn't that just hunky-dory? Like the nobility in England. Some of them aren't even actually English. Isn't that the funniest thing, Father God? Some of them came from Germany, Father God. But this is all one big happy family from the global elite. Father God, we ask you to continue to uncover what's going on. Not just at the FBI, but every one of these different groups, Father God. What's going on? Not with the so-called capital breach, when it was very, very clear that uh, this was not an insurrection. How can you have an insurrection when people are being cordially invited to take a little visit through the capital? How can you have a breach when people, it's not armed resurrection, it's not even a resurrection. It's just people walking around taking snapshots. Maybe they shouldn't be doing selfies. People shouldn't be looking at themselves so much, should they? Should They should be looking to you, Lord. Father God, we know many people tried to stand up, Father God, back on January 6th, a couple years ago, Father God. Some of them wanted to have a redress of grievances. They thought perhaps the election had not been properly taken care of, Father God. But this was very well orchestrated to make it look like, oh, there's a bunch of radical, terrible, awful people. Because whatever you accuse somebody else of, it says you're guilty of yourself. And who are these people? They were accusing Trump of the collusion with a foreign nation. But were they in a collusion with a foreign nation? Did they take money from other nations? Some of these people at very high levels, Father God, did they have their palms greased by other nations, Father God? Maybe not Russia, maybe Russia, but maybe China, maybe other nations. 
maybe bankers, maybe all the global bankers. Father, we bind the spirit of greed and corruption. Every set of mammon is bound. Every spirit of pride, rebellion against the living God is bound in Jesus' name because of the blood of covenant. In Jesus' name. And you said, why in Psalm 2, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine the vain thing? The kings of the earth, those in authority, some literally are, the kings of the earth set themselves. They weren't put there by you, Lord. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, against the Messiah, the Lord Jesus, saying, so let us break their bands asunder, cast away their cords from us. They're in rebellion, Father God, from the living God. <clears throat> Especially in this nation, we're supposed to be one nation under God, where the people are answerable to God, and then the government uh, people that are supposedly elected, their representatives are supposed to be obedient to the people. They just sort of forgot about that. I mean, they conveniently swept it under the rug. Let us break their bands and thunder, cast, cast away their cords from us. Thus will those in authority, the kings and those in authority, say the nobles of the earth, they sit, <clears throat> he that sitteth in the heavens, shall laugh, the Lord shall laugh, laugh and have them in derision. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet I have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Jesus did come into the, into the world on one particular day. He was born of the Virgin Mary, as foretold by Isaiah over in Isaiah 7:14, it did happen on a particular day. Not might not have been December 25th. That happens to be the name of all kinds of uh, false gods' birthdays and stuff. Like the, uh, the I don't like to mention their names. The people they used to worship in Egypt and stuff. Maybe he was more likely born in, uh, around the Feast of Tabernacles or something when God came to dwell with man. Feast of Tabernacles, I believe, is sometime in September or maybe October. Ask of me <clears throat> around the, the that harvest time. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen. So we'll already ask you to give us the heathen for our inheritance, the uttermost parts of the earth for our possession, because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and the witches know it really, really well. You've given the earth to man, but guess what? Jesus has all power in heaven and in earth. That's what it says in Matthew 28, 18. He's Lord of all, it says in Acts chapter 10. And since Jesus, you are Lord of all. We ask you, Father, to inspire your children to wake up and know who we are, Father God, and do what you want us to do. So Satan, you and all your underlings are bound. And every one of your assignments against all these people standing for the truth, those that are trying to protect the Second Amendment, including those uh, from the so-called Republican Party. I think it really is a uniparty. But anyway, it's a little, perhaps all just a distraction. But I don't know, Father God. But we do thank you, Father God, for the Supreme Court actually standing up for the people a little bit. Maybe they're blackmailed into doing it or whatever. I'm not sure why they did it, but they did. So we thank you, Lord. You know how to control all kinds of people. And the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So we ask you, Father God, to protect the Second uh, Second Amendment rights in this nation, Father God. Because some other nations that had given up their guns, oh, like Australia and England, they're not doing quite as well. Being able to find availability of things like the King James Bible and stuff, let alone firearms, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because the people who, who worship Satan, they can get any kind of firearm they want. <laughs> and they've been been probably getting it from the U.S. government, courtesy of our taxpayer dollars. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that fun? Because we've been doing this all over the time. 
you know, sending guns across one border, getting uh, children or, or drugs one way and guns going the other way. They've been doing that for a long time. It's been exposed over. So we thank you for exposing what the enemy's been doing, Father God, in Jesus' name, bringing it to light in your perfect time, in Jesus' name, even as you said you would, as Jesus said, in Luke 8:16, as I'm turning there, don't want to misquote. Is that where it is, Lord? Yes. No man, we have, is that the one? Mm, yeah, 17, it's right after 16. For nothing is secret shall not be made manifest, nor anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So we thank you for the divine intervention, adjudication, even as Pastor Sabrina already prayed against those people in very high levels in the FBI, and there are all the other three-letter agencies, maybe even the CDC, that don't really seem to want to protect people's health. Uh, they may have a different agenda altogether. But, Father God, we thank you for the people that are standing up for the truth as, as best it be known, Father God, including Paul from Kentucky, Father God, and that the so-called authorization of military use, Father God, uh, will only be where it's used appropriately. When people find out about what really happened on September uh, 11th of 2001, then they will say, oh, do we need military force against uh, those at high levels in our own government? Because, uh, and maybe those from some other nations that were involved, but maybe not the Arabs, uh, at least not the way it was portrayed, because why Why did they have this huge insurance bit on those towers that came down? And why did that one tower come down that just kind of crumpled when it wasn't even struck so-called, struck by an airplane? And were they really struck by airplanes? Some people in the news said, it looks like a controlled demolition. And there were blasts. And my goodness, they were. And it fell straight down in its own little footprint. And steel structures cannot be uh, melted even with impact because the temperatures aren't high enough to melt steel. So, Father God, people have been fed a bill of goods for a long time. It's all smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors have been going on for centuries, actually. And all the mind, we bind every one of those mind-controlled spirits and every spirit of perversion, pedophilia, all the spirit behind sex trafficking, and all the, that, particularly from the FBI agents that were actually trying to uncover what's really going on. Oh, but you might get too close to those in very high positions, even the so-called people from the so-called Uniparty, because they're on both sides of the aisle, they're doing all the same nonsense, Father God, because they have lots of money to ship kids around. They even ship them up from the southern border, and some of them trudge across the northern border, border through the snow, Father God. Protect the children, Father God. All those children, not just those being uh, kind of the traffic, Father God, but the children in this nation that were already here, Father God, because the so-called government of the United States doesn't seem to really care about the people, not even the CDC. They want to use money to track and trace, track and trace. I think Sabrina and many others have pointed out the fact, Pastor Sabrina, that your cell phones, they can be useful sometimes, but people need to get those little, what do they call, little Faraday bags. Not that people sell them, but you make sure they actually work. Make sure you get a good one because some people need to slip them in there when they need to do something, particularly if they want to get some cash and, and uh, exercise their Second Amendment rights or something. Perhaps perhaps that would be a good idea because people want to track and trace, track and trace everything. That's why they did the things she uh, read about recently, Father God, where the uh, credit cards want to be used to have a special thing for people to buy firearms. Why don't they want people to have firearms? Why do they want to control it? Why do they want to push down the people of the United States? Oh, because they're terrified of them. Remember about the demons over in 
we remember, Father. You told me to put us in remembrance of what you said, Father God. And you said, kind of about that, where is that, Father? It's in James 2. You said that the demons are quaking. Their knees are knocking. And some of those demons are in those high-level, elite, global elite from London, Father God. Thou believest there is one God. Hey, and there is. And thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Father, they're trembling. They're really, really trembling because the people are waking up uh, not just in the United States, uh, not just in, in the Middle East, not just in France, not just in the Netherlands, all over the place, Father God, in the, in the down, in, down under in, in New Zealand and Australia, all over the place. People are waking up. That's why those people came from Switzerland, Father God, to file a legal complaint. And it's a criminal uh, case in Switzerland. I think it's not a criminal case yet in the United States, Father God. It's just a, a little civil thing because uh, some, some drug company was pushing something that was actually detrimental, and they didn't bother to recall it, even though the evidence was overwhelming. And it's still more and more and more overwhelming because it's very carefully. They want people to see things they want them to see and to control people's thinking. We bind everyone else. My, Satan, you the mind blinder. you the so-called strong man. You're not that strong. Jesus has all power in heaven and earth, and he says unto us, the things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these, over in John 14, 12. And Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if you ask anything in my name. And it's because of the blood of the covenant, Father, because that's the only way we can come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace to say, thank you, Father, for the gift of your only begotten Son. Thank you for setting him forth to take our cup of cursing. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. We ask for the promise of the Spirit through faith, Father God. And we do pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Father God, the real Jews, Father God, the real descendants of Father Abraham, not the synagogue of Satan. Those that pretend to be Jews, they say, oh, you're anti-Semitic, oh, you don't like me. But they're actually just demons dressed up with Jewish apparel, Father God, that don't have any interest in the Torah, have no interest in the, in the Jewish Old Testament, no interest in what Father Abraham found out about in his relationship with the Lord of Melchizedek came forth to meet him, bring forth bread and wine. Because he humbled himself, Father God, and he gave you tithes of all. Because why? Because he realized you're the greatest. And you are. There's no one greater than the living God. No one can snatch us out of your hand, Father. And no one can snatch us out of your hand, the Lord Jesus, Father. Because you're, Jesus is at your right hand. He's able to protect and deliver us all, including all the children. Let's get deliver all the children. Those that are being mind-controlled through their cell phones, from computer games, and those that are being mind-controlled from social media platforms and, and other places, Father God. This has been planned for a long, long time, even before they had TV. They've been doing this so long. Father, we ask for divine help and adjudication. And every one of these different items, some of which I have not read fully. I've heard Sabrina read a lot of it, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that what they're trying to do, Father God, getting ready to control, track, and trace. And why do they want to have, what's it, 15-minute cities? And even Trump looks like he's kind of on board with that. He, he has a nice euphemism name for it, but it sounds like it's the same thing. Uh, he was the one that did push the vaccine. He did push 5G. So is he good? Is he good?